This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Welcome to another Alley Rouge for Liverpool Echo. And you've had poetry in motion and Alley Rouge in the same week, so there must be a crisis. That's the only thing I can say. No expense spared by the Liverpool Echo. Um, I've got Stephen Monaghan with us tonight, who's uh, just got back from Belgrade. And also John Nicholson, who uh, didn't go to Belgrade, but uh, watched the nightmare of the Balkans on his television. So, Mon, you've just got back. I mean, you suitably refreshed. You've had a, a cup of tea and a, a blue ribbon, yeah? Yeah, I've had six hours sleep. Uh, me, me first in three days, that after working nights. So, yeah, very tired, but it's what we do as football fans, isn't it? So, what was the experience like? Obviously, I'm going to go on to the match, but what was the experience like? What was Belgrade like? Was it... Belgrade was fine. You know, the people were absolutely brilliant. There was, yeah. there was no uh, trouble at all, anyway. Not like other cities where you go and you think, oh, you've got to be careful here. But, you know, we've heard of the scare stories about um, the Red Star fans and what have you. And, yeah. but, On the best behaviour. Yeah, actually, there was, there, was no, there was no animosity towards Maybe the bands worked then. Yeah, you know. I, I thought the, the city was great. You know, everyone you spoke to, uh, they like, for a couple of nights, they encountered no problems whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. There were a few difficulties getting in the ground, wasn't there? We heard a few reports back, you know. Yeah, you know, for, well, fortunately for me, I was I was okay because the coaches we we got on, there was a, the coaches were leaving from say three three thirty onwards from the city towards the ground, but that is too early for people to go and sit sit in the stadium with no facilities, and the facilities that were in there, there was five ports to lose. The two thousand fans, so which luxury, is, luxury. You know, we, we go to these these grounds in Europe, you know, and we all we've all got to abide by rules. You know, surely UEFA have got to look at these rules and stipulate when when visiting fans come, they've got to be looked after yeah, with yeah, facilities. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah, the same in Napoli, wasn't it? Of course, yeah. You know, you know, but go, going in, uh, I was actually I was forty. We were okay getting in, but yeah. but as you got in, it's also sort of like a tunnel, you know, and where there was a plateau on top where everyone was standing where the Porto Lewis were, but then you, you entered the ground, which was like a steep terrace, you know, with them plastic seating kind of thing. Yeah. But people were filtering down. So as we walked, got to the, towards the front, and then the stewards were putting all the flags on near the front. They were third up of, of, of our end. Yeah. So when all the flags were getting laid out, and within like 10, 15 minutes, you see the stewards moving the flags further down, so people can walk down. Unless like, it's, you know, five, like people get yeah, in, five yeah, more yeah. rows, and then... Yeah. Within ten minutes, they done it again. The um, they started moving, flag- and in the end, we, everyone got on it. So get rid of the flags, yeah. you know, and let people sort of filter down towards the front. Because as you look on behind, you can see yeah. a bottleneck at the top, which you know, yeah. obviously, you know, can be. You didn't on on the television. You didn't hear Liverpool fans once. Uh, I don't think. Uh, no, never came show. over at all. No, never came over at all. But what I mean, the commentators kept on going on about the atmosphere. But I mean, would you say it's one of the loudest you've ever been at? Or me personally, I think Olympiacos or let me years ago when we went there. That, yeah. that's the that's the best I've ever heard. And yeah. obviously, the, but it was loud. Yeah. It was loud. You know, there was no pyro for them, so. Obviously, they have to behave that way. Yeah, I think they've obviously been told any pyro, um, they'd be out the competition yeah. probably, wouldn't they? Yeah, so I think it's their ulcers that rule it, because you've you seen them, they were all in front of, they had like a group of 20, 30 of them orchestrating all the chatting yeah. on, on, the, on the pitch, you know, on the, you know, on the front. There was an interesting chant, uh, 
graft, doesn't it? Uh, which spelt as go away Liverpool. Yeah, in, we, uh, we thought it was saying something else. Yeah, well, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, you know, let's go on to the match. I mean, but, it was like... Well, uh, just to, I was, was going to say, like, you know, on the organisation, and uh, you mentioned UEFA, I think you have to be fair, you know, UEFA's really busy with making sure clubs comply with financial fair play and things oh, like yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I yeah. said making sure they comply, I meant making sure they cover up non-compliance yeah. with financial fair play. Yeah, allegedly, that's what's going on there. So the actual game, I mean, I thought, I thought Liverpool started well because they were like, I think the idea was to quieten the crowd. I think they started pretty... But because they started slowly... Um, that you know, in a way, handed the initiative to Red Star because that chance goes in, and you you put your you put your house on storage, putting that chance away, wouldn't you? You know, you put your money on that, wouldn't you? You you would have thought so, yeah. You would have thought he bang he would have banged that one in, but it seemed after that he was intent on making up for his miss by not passing to anyone. Yeah, yeah, so no, it's just that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying, he was trying to. He was trying to score a wonder goal, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah and it just wasn't yeah. working for him. But he puts that chance in, and there wouldn't be, uh, you know, there wouldn't be the, the result that ended up, you know, because I think would have gone on to win the game. But yeah, going back to what you say about the atmosphere, you know, it, it was it was loud. Don't get me wrong, it, you know, it was great, you know, you know, the colour that they had. But to, to silence the ground, to silence the fans, you know. Even if it would have been five number people in society, that, that, that no, yeah, yeah. because you know, a bit they, like PSG, you know? yeah, you know, they, it's, it's, they are, you know, they are fanatics, aren't they? You know, yeah. the way they, the way they sing and that, but yeah, Stutters mm. one, we, we all said the same, you know, if that goes in it, you know, uh, nine times out of ten, just, nine you know, times out of ten, it was a bad miss, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bad miss, you know? but that set the tone for, for the rest of the evening, you know, yeah. unfortunately for us. You know, for the first twenty minutes, like Liverpool looked in control. He certainly did. I wasn't, I wasn't panicking. I was thinking, you know, that we've, you know, we've got a goal in us. But as soon as they scored from the um, from the corner, you know, Liverpool seemed to go to pieces, didn't they? It was like it was like uh, it was like watching the Liverpool from a few years ago. Was just going back. It was like the Napoli game all over again. Yeah, the one, yeah. You know, the one in, in Naples. Yeah, I was just going to say, I sort of deteriorated yeah. as, as it went and, on. And didn't for, get better for all, for all the um, the possession that we had. We just there's no penetration once yeah, again. Yeah. You know, we had seventy two percent possession you know, away from home, which is it's, it's a lot. I think that was just the second half, wasn't it? Yeah, um, no, that was the whole, whole game, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the whole game. Yeah. But I mean, I think you um, if you look at that, um, you know, obviously we, you know, the set piece, yeah, the corner, you know, uh, bad marking or whatever. But I mean, I think then they start. You could see them growing in confidence, couldn't you? Yeah. And they were an aggressive team. And they seem to be winning all the fifty-fifty. They seem to bustle our players off the ball, and you know, do you think it might have been a mistake? Um, you know, playing the likes of Matip and Lallana. You know, we're obviously not match fit, are they? You know, whatever people think of them, you know, they're not match fit. So. I absolutely think it was a big mistake. In in terms of Matip, I mean, Jurgen Klopp had said before the match in an interview. He was going to make a change at centre half. For whatever reason, maybe he thought Gomez needed to rest or whatever. Couldn't have been injured because he's on the bench. And he he, he suggested that it was going to be Lovren, but Lovren was ill. So mm. then that real Lovren out. So then he still went ahead and made that change anyway. But to think that he made that change against Matip, he's not been the most assured of our players this season uh, when we have seen him. 
and I've obviously seen more, more of him in pre-season, but he didn't look good in pre-season, uh, in well, my he view. He has not gained time, has he? No, no, but to make that change when you've had an indifferent few games out at St. Alexander-Arnold, the fullback, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, was a bit of a gamble, I thought, and maybe a bit of a bit of complacency or a bit of assumption on his part that we could win the game still. But but then to go on to, to up front, to play Lalana and Sturridge, to be honest, like I, I'd go back a couple of weeks ago to the Huddersfield game. Now, I know we won 1-0. And virtually everyone to a man said after it, well, they're the type of games that we'd win or lose or whatever. Yeah. But the fact is, we might have ended up with a scruffy 1-1 draw there if Huddersfield just took one of them half chances. Yeah. And we had Sturridge and Lalana in that game. Yeah, and yeah. they were both as inept and... and uh, uh, anemic I'd call it in, in, in that game yeah, they, they yeah, didn't yeah. add anything I mean if you look at Lallana he's not playing five aside but I think he is sometimes because yeah. he doesn't want to get fouled or challenged by anyone he doesn't challenge back and when he does his one tackle he it's gets a foul. booked it's a foul of course it's, yeah. it's, and it's an obvious foul the same as at mm. field. he gets booked I mean as John Coleman said a few weeks ago arguably he was one of our best player a few years ago now, but obviously those injuries have affected him obviously but to put him into the calls of, of Red Star when he's not match fit, I think it is a mistake. I think it I is. I think so. I would only play Lallana at home or, or when we're winning 3 0. Yeah, when and you're playing against a Premier League team who aren't going to put the tackles yeah. in. Because you could see all around that midfield um, in the game on Tuesday, you could see all around the midfield. Uh, you know, they were targeting you know the weaker players in terms of physical physical strength weren't they and they were knocking them off the ball it's like a Sunday league match in some yeah. respects I think that's one of our biggest problems at the moment that physically we don't seem up to the challenge yeah. um, and Salas is you know he's as guilty as anyone on that yeah, yeah, yeah. you know he, he gets fouled and shoved a lot and maybe sure. to his credit he tries to stay on his feet but he's he's dispossessed too easily and he, and, and he doesn't seem to put his foot in enough on the line it doesn't and Salah's getting shoulder charged off the ball quite a lot too easily you know. I think he's obviously thinking about his shoulder he? so you're going back to like you're saying uh, some of these players are not, you know, are not fit um, but why have you got to be fit to pass the ball it's 10 yards away and, and you misplace it mm. you know, and unfortunately for, for us Matt have done quite a lot again last yeah. night yeah. didn't he but I think um, I think if you look at it you know last night we were lacking I mean Dare to say it, we missed Henderson last night. The, you know, the, when Henderson doesn't play, he gets better, doesn't he? You know, but also I think, you know, Fabinho didn't have a, you know, he was poor on on uh, last Saturday against Ooh, Arsenal. Nice. But I think that's the type of game last night where he might have been able to show what he's got because he is a bit of, bit more physical player, isn't he? Yeah, and, and I think you're quite possibly right because now he's took him out of the line of fire, so to speak. But now he's got to put him back in, and it. In, in a Premier League game yeah, yeah, it yeah. might have been easier for him in, in that sort of game really yeah yeah. so I think you know I think I honestly couldn't I mean I know why he's taking Fabinho out because of because of last Saturday against Arsenal but Arsenal are very you know Arsenal's got um, quick feet fluid football and that's how Fabinho was getting caught in possession yeah. but he's a more physical player isn't he yeah. and he might have suited Red Star yeah, yeah. and he played against them in the first leg yeah yeah, yeah. As well, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so it's it, the first time we've really seen that, um, you know, Van Dijk is actually human, isn't he? You know, last night because yeah, because he made a mistake for the the header, didn't yeah, he? The build up to the corner. But my argument for that would be, uh, I think that's because 
the, the whole defence was disrupted by the changes. So you're playing with Matip. You've got uh, Trent, who's not really on, on form, is he, at the, at the moment. So you've got like a disruption already. So, you know, I think Van Dijk's probably thinking about what's Matip doing? Where's his positional sense? What's he up to, you know? To to change that from, from you know, like Gomez or Lovren with Van Dijk has looked solid, hasn't it? But we, we've been saying all along about, you know, we've been happy, you know, we, we thought we had life for life to come in, didn't we? In, in early parts of the season, or we've, we've got a squad now. Yeah, yeah. well, we've certainly got a better yeah, squad. We have got a, we got have a got better, better squad, but, but, but it's, it just shows, you know, when, when we make the changes, it's just not happening. Well, is yeah. he changing it too much? Because I, I, was, I was looking back at our team selection for the past five games. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, going back to like, uh, again, I'll just, you, just after. John, you are a stat over. The international <laughs> break. No, not quite, but, but it was Van Dyke and Lovren. Uldersfield. Then it was um, Van Dyke and Gomez for, for Red Star. Then Cardiff was Van Dyke and Lovren again. Then Arsenal was Van Dyke and Gomez. And yeah, yeah. Now Van Dyke and Matip. And yeah. I think he's think. I think, honestly, think, and, you know, we've seen, we, we all saw Red Star at Anfield and we thought they're not up too much. They're not a very good team. They're a poor team. I think he's underestimated. I think that's what it is. And he's thinking, let's give Lalana and Matip some game time. So they'll be ready for the Premier League. It's the wrong game, I think, to try and do that. Well, if that's the case, piece, you know, with, with the, um, the the intensity of of the ground, of yeah. Red Star, the, the fans, and yeah. what all goes with it, it was, it was a um, mistake. Yeah, possibly. But, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's you know, surely. But if that if that storage if that storage chance goes course, in, it's not a mistake. It's, you know, no, so it's yeah, it's, it's, it's very fine line. Yeah. It's very you know, fine line. And in the second half, you know, we had all the play once again. Yeah. Didn't we, yeah. as we said before? Yeah. And, well, it didn't but, look like it didn't look like we were ever going to score. No, you know, because Salah, every time a couple of shots. Well, Mane had the block, was, didn't he? You know, it was usually feeble efforts. It didn't look like the quality of the crosses coming in. You know, it never looked like we anything was going to drop to give us a half chance, even you know. And I think, um, I mean, I know when when I first heard that Shakiri wasn't going, I was thinking, oh, that's a good decision. Looking back on it now, I don't think it was. You know, I think about you know, I think everyone was saying that was a good decision. You know, because you're actually isn't it showing a sign of weakness that you're actually well, afraid of something happening? You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, surely somewhere like even like in UEFA, they weren't so busy covering up FFP they might say why is it that a club has got to leave a player out for political reasons yeah you know that's the yeah. sound I personally thought was the right to share yeah because, I did because what, what would have happened uh, uh, the whole show would have become the Shikari show what goes on with it uh, all yeah. around around that and you know if he, if he would have played and then something went wrong for him yeah you know there's a lot of there's a, there's a big question yeah. left, you know to blame you know it's, but it's, you know, it's a great thing hindsight, isn't it? Of course, it is. Yeah. You know. But now you needed the likes of Mich- yeah, Shakiri on that yeah. pitch. We did, yeah. And yeah. I mean, and one thing I did think when I first day that I thought the same as you. Well, yeah. maybe that is the right decision. But I also thought straight away, if the club knew he wasn't going to go to Red Star, because surely they never made the decision on Monday morning, why wasn't he playing at Arsenal? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, because I think we missed him last time. We might yeah, have won the game did, yeah. if he'd have played. If you go back a few years, remember, uh, uh, I think it was Sooners against uh, Bucharest, was it? Yeah. Where he um, 
he accidentally broke someone's jaw in the yeah. first like, and then yeah. he played in the second yeah. yeah. and it was almost like you know yeah. so what yeah. you know, this is football yeah. you know yeah. and like and that's I think you know, I, know that a, I know it's a different game now the modern game but you know you, you think to that you think if we come up we become a bit softer. Well, I, well, I think so because when Sooners did that all in years ago yeah. in, in 1984, bear in mind then those games when they were covered, you didn't watch it live. Yeah. And there's yeah. about two cameras in the ground, and you can bet your life if one of if one of the uh, Bulgarians had, had punched um, Bukharest, 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 sorry, yeah. had, had um, punched Sooners and broke his jaw, that would have been a bit of footage that would have gone missing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. whereas. Whatever yeah, like the Sooners footage but, went missing no. at Anfield. Yeah. All he did is see him go. You see Sooners, and then you see the player on the floor, don't you? But yeah. well, this is this is a, this that was two football teams. But, but this is this is two countries. But what I mean is, yeah, what, whatever, yeah, but whatever would have happened, yeah, I know, yeah. So whatever would have happened, yeah. if anything with Chikiri, it would have been fully covered. So yeah. nothing could have happened. He would have been yeah. totally safe. Yeah. I just, just think, I just think, you, I think, think sometimes you cannot, you know, I think. Klopp's made that decision, or the club have made that decision, and they probably, be, you know, they might have even had advice from, yeah, from you know, the foreign from, office, yeah, from yeah. the foreign, whatever. But you know, I think looking back on it now, I think you know, for someone not to play because of you know um, of politics and football, you know, I think it's you know it's wrong. I think you know. I think so. Yeah. You know, yeah, was that going to set a precedent for, for the future? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a difficult one, but. Um, we haven't. I think. Don't think we've lost three Champions League games on the run, have we? Since well, since the European Cup, and I think it was in the late seventies, seventy nine. So now we've lost through um, our last three away games. It was like Roma uh, last season, then Napoli, Napoli. and now uh, Belgrade. That's why we're in the courtroom, and yeah. rather than the pub. Yeah, because, uh, we've got a. Re- yeah. we, this is really an inquest, you know. But I mean, is it is it panic stations or is it just, is it a case of terrible results? Let's get on with it. Let's let's look forward to Fulham, and we can. We've got two massive games now. We've got PSG and we've got Napoli, and that's when Liverpool seem to strive when they've got these big, massive European games. This is what we were born for, wasn't it? So, is it? Do you think people are overreacting? I mean, I know Twitter's gone into meltdown. Well, and I wouldn't say over there. You know, going to start of the season when we said, you know, as I said before, we're happy with our, with our squad. You know, we, we can we can take anyone on, you know, these days and we're, and we're confident. But we, we keep saying, you know, we haven't, and we haven't clicked yet. We're coming into winter and we're still going to click, are we? You know, yeah. so that's someone we keep saying, someone's going to get beat 5 million and we're still waiting for it to happen. But going back to, uh, to the game in, um, in Paris, yeah, what a massive game that's going to be now. Mm. You know, mm. it's going to be, uh, you know, that'll be a cold one. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it will be. I watched the um, I watched the Napoli PSG game after the Liverpool game last night, and you know Napoli could have won that game. Napoli yeah. could have won that yeah. game. That's the point. They, I, you know, and I was going to make it, that point um, yeah. after our defeat, and you're right, terrible result, and you think well. Maybe the best thing that can happen now is a draw yeah. in, in April. So I was watch, watching myself hoping that it would finish a draw. But looking at both of those teams, they're both pretty good, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, Ancelotti's you know, got Napoli playing yeah, great, hasn't he? They're it? both pretty good. And, and yeah. I think both of our games against PSG and against Napoli will be really, really difficult. I mean, I've seen, been looking on the internet and all people say, oh, yeah, if we get a draw at PSG, we've got to beat Napoli by two so, goals yeah. or whatever, you know. 
because it goes on if you equal yeah, heads, yeah, yeah. 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 they beat us 1-0 so we beat them yeah. 3-1 yeah. we go through don't yeah. we we beat them 2-0 we go through yeah. but um, you know can't we beat PSG they're just, a, they're just a team of uh, individuals aren't they and they, that's what they looked like last night they had, they had glimpses in the first half in the first half yeah. they had glimpses in the second half later on when they looked as if they were trying to win the game you know but Napoli could have you know they could have been out of sight the game the game that I feel against PSG you know we've seen the quality that they had and they, oh this is going to be a game here but once we, we, we you know we got a fair more like, you know there's only going to be one winner that night and fortunately we got it they got the win in, in the, the last minute wasn't it but as I say going over I think it's, it's for them as well you know this is they had a chance to qualify as well. Yeah, and the pressure will be on them as much yeah. because they're yeah. behind us. Mm. You know, so they've got they've you know they've got to get something out of the game and probably mm. got to beat us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, 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 for, from our point of view, if we beat them, it takes away the Napoli pressure and yeah. and we're through. So yeah, let's go and beat them. But you know, you mentioned two massive games. I think we've got Fulham and Watford before them, which are <laughs> yeah. equally as massive. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know. I mean, after the, I mean, I, I don't know what you thought with the Arsenal game, but I mean, I was in, I was in the Arsenal section of the ground, and they, all they were doing was praising how good Liverpool were. But I don't, when you when you come off the ground and you see Twitter. Everyone's saying, you know, why, why haven't we won that game and all that? But you know, uh, when I was um, walking back uh, uh, to the pub, all Arsenal fans are going, that, that we're, they're one of the best teams we've played for years, you know. Yeah, about Liverpool, yeah, know, but that shows you. Well, you know, going back to what you were saying before the internet, some, some people forget how yeah. good we are. You know, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we're just talking here now because of what happened in Belgrade again last night, you know. Well, it's all about Arsenal now. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was a great game, really. You know, great game two, of football, yeah. Two attacking teams. Yeah. yeah. We, we, had a, we had a good start for 15 minutes or so, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Then Arsenal really come into the game. Yeah. You know. Some, I mean, some great uh, football from Arsenal, but some great football from Liverpool as well. And, you know, um, you know, people are saying, the people sitting behind me and we go, Salah, we can't get the ball off Salah. He's like Messi. You know, and that's what they were saying. Yeah. And I was thinking, wait there. He hasn't got the end product yet, you know. But like that, it, it's, it was interesting from the opposing fans' perspective what they were saying about Salah, our players. Because yeah. obviously, with Salah, you know his his control is fantastic, and he's going past people and he's doing the right things. But it's just the end product still still missing a bit, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But it's from looking at it from uh, opposing fans' point of view. They can't get the ball off them, you know. Yeah, they're, they're pacified. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, we'll, I think we can be, uh, our, you know, biggest critics sometimes, can't we? Because yeah, of how good he was last yeah. last season, yeah. you know. I think all fans are like that with their own team, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you like to mention Twitter. Like, I, I don't read it after we haven't played well because... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, for me, you know, do you, th- do you think, I mean, obviously he was... He was rested the first half last night, but we had to bring him on because it was like it just wasn't working, was it? So um I think it's another one that's kind of indifferent. Slop said we've lost our mojo. Uh, do you think Firmino was one of the main but, people? But who I, I think so, because I think in the home game against Red Star, yeah. he got us going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know well, well, we've had this before with Firmino, even with uh, John, I mean, you know he either plays well or he doesn't. 
yeah. you know, there's no one between them, is he really? Mm. And for me, when he doesn't play, we miss him. Mm. You know, that's my opinion. That you know, he needs to be playing for us to get goal. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the times when he, he, he he's makes not, sick, when he's he really? not playing well, you know, yeah. I, yeah. but he's got to be on the pitch for that. That one move that will mm. you know will create something for us. Yeah. In terms of in terms of Henderson, you know, a lot a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are fans of Henderson. But you think Henderson's the type of player which in games like last, you know, against Red Star, he was, he was missed last night. He was missed. He was yeah, terribly yeah. missed. You know, and I just yeah. I can't believe some of the fans who do that have a goal them really, you know, because mm. you know we've said it before, you know, he's not Steven Gerrard. You know, and that's who he's getting judged against. Well, exactly, he's a sincere man. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he, he's at that tag around. He, you know, he's he's neck. But mm. you know, was was Kaiser was on the bench last night, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was fit enough yeah. to be on the bench. Yeah, but yeah. He, he was, yeah. Um, I think he's keeping him for like say Fulham on Sunday. Well, yeah. maybe um, with Kaiser is just just a question of he's just back in training, wasn't he? So yeah, yeah. maybe you know he, he he puts a lot of thought into fitness levels, doesn't he, Klopp? So. He did actually say, I think, um, Kaiser's had a couple of sessions, but Henderson hasn't, so he's yeah. got to stay behind for him. Yeah. So, by saying that, he said he's only, he's only had a couple of sessions, yeah. so probably that's why he didn't get involved. Henderson, yeah, I think we did miss him. Having said that, when he came on in Napoli, he didn't... He eventually yeah. became as bad as everybody else in Napoli. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, you know, on his form of last season... Mm. More Joey. so than this season, but but I think like Anderson and, and Milner this season. I think Milner seems to have hit a bit of a wall at the so minute. So it's he? the whole team that's talking about yeah. it. That that's yeah. as Peter just said there. You know, we, we Klopp said we lost yeah. our Monzo. Yeah. You know, and we keep saying we can, we can't. You know, we're, we're only a game away from winning five six nil, and um, and everything will be fine again. Is that, is that game going to be Sunday? Well, let's you know, let's hope so because you know I mean, the bottom of the league, and why not? Yeah. yeah, you know so, but you know, yeah. Cardiff City made yeah, the game made a lot yeah. harder for us than four yeah. one suggests. Yeah. You know, yeah. by just sitting deep and wasting time and denying space and falling over and getting three mm. kicks and, and, and everything that goes with it and Fulham won't be any different to that. Mm. You know, on Sunday. So so it's up to us to to, mm. to take the game to them and it's up to mm. our crowd, you know, twelve o'clock on a Sunday might feel a bit mm. like mm. sitting there, you know, saying nothing like mm. uh might be needed more than ever on, on yeah. Sunday too. You talking about Milner there, like Milner gave the ball away, didn't he? For the second goal. Yeah. He gave the ball away. Then Wilmalden, I mean, he could yeah, have yeah. he could have done professional foul there a yeah. couple of times. He let him go across him twice and he didn't. And then you've got Matip and Van Dyke sort of like looking at him, at, you know, where uh, uh, Pat's all going to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I think Allison uses his wrong hand, doesn't he? Have got, yeah, yeah it looked like he's he went with his better. left hand yeah. rather than his right yeah. hand. I don't know if you've seen it like on telly, but you, yeah. you see Milner having a go at Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like after that happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. But Milner gave the ball away. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, so yeah. it was, a, you know, all, all our so-called reliable, def- you know, um, players like Milner, Wijnald and Van Dijk and Allison, they were all really a fault yeah. for the second. Well, you know, all of them, yeah. Milner was yeah. asked the question one after the game, you know, where did it go wrong with the first minute? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I mean, Klopp was yeah, funny yeah. in the yeah. press conference. He said, uh, "Can you put your finger on what went wrong?" And he said, uh, 
I've only got ten fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning all eleven, yeah. yeah. You know, presumably, yeah. you know, or thirteen because well, they were substitutes. You know, we say it was a bad day at the office that one, but yeah. we had a bad day at the office in, in uh, Naples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, can't have too many more. No, of them. no. Well, it, it's you know, we can't have too many more. The, well, obviously, Paris one now is, is the big one again, yeah, as we said yeah. earlier on. Like. Yeah, but I mean, Fulham, Fulham, because you know the fact that Man City and Chelsea and Chelsea and Arsenal, don't it? They like they're playing really well, and they like juggernauts, yeah, aren't they? So we've got to win it. We've got to yeah, literally yeah, win every, every game. game. Yeah. But against Fulham, we hopefully you're looking at getting your goal difference up, aren't you? You know what type of team well, do you think well, you should be playing? Yeah, you but you know we've got we've got a bit of an echo to when we play the bottom team, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you looked at it, Fulham have had no clean sheets this season. Yeah. Uh, they've won one, drawn two, and lost eight. No. And they, wait there, they've lost the last five matches, including three away games. They lost to Everton. Everton even beat them three 0 Yeah, but two weeks ago you were telling us that we hadn't conceded a goal at home for nine months. And <laughs> <laughs> I know I jinxed it, didn't I? Yeah. I did, jinx, did jinx it. Yeah. Well, I, I said on I said on the on the night, didn't I? I said I could be jinxing so, jinxing this. But well, for me, the, the following game, it's you've got we're, to be back, we're back on track here. And you, as you say, you, get play the goal your strongest dif- team. Get the goal. Get play the goal your strongest team. Is yeah. that is yeah. that what we think? Oh, we got to. Yeah, got to. Yeah, we've got to play yeah. our strongest. Well, there's not another game after no, that, is there? Because no, because it's internationals yet, so yeah. we've, we've got so to. It's, yeah. So it's yeah, still yeah. team. I'll best he's yeah. got, and hopefully Keita will be fit. Yeah. Um, you know, and we'll would you put him in your strongest team, or would it be Henderson, Willard, and Milner? Well, it is. You know, is Henderson not going to be fit enough? Is he probably yeah, again? We don't know. No. Do, do we know who the referee's going to be yet? No, I haven't looked at that yet. You know, because that, that's having more, more of, more of a, it's more of an influence than it should be. Because again, against Cardiff, we had one of these referees who wants to level the game up. Yeah. You got pre- John, you got previous referees. Can we, can we live with that one, please? Yeah. <laughs> we just need constant referees. You know, we yeah, make the decision yeah. with, with with the right set of rules for both teams. You know, the, anyone know the last time Fulham played uh, Liverpool at Anfield? It was in the 2013-14 season, and it was actually on November the 9th, so it's going to be more or less the same time. It was 4-0 or 5-0? It was 4-0. 4-0. Uh, 2013, 2013-2014 season, you know. So, I mean, I wouldn't bet against that type of score, you know, but... Um, you know we need to get you know well, we we need to get the for. we need to get the yeah. the front three far and don't we yeah you know we just got to go at these teams like a bit like Man City do they just don't stop just from the first minute yeah yeah movement quick passing you know yeah. again against Cardiff I think that the Cardiff nullified the game you know from um Klopp should know how these teams are going to play now and tactics to have for time or some whatever but they may just slow it down enough that we were going across the back and yeah. And passes weren't incisive enough, so so passes were going to fellas who were standing still rather than moving, and and it was it just stopped our game. And Fulham will just want to do the same. So so we've got to do what Man City do against the teams, and yeah. don't let them impose on us. We've got to impose on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know if you're going to have a game after a disastrous night in Europe, it's gonna you'd choose Fulham, wouldn't you, really? You are determined to jinx this, aren't you? It's the team at the bottom of the league, so you know it's it's oh. for me. It's no worries. We'll be back on track, and then hopefully there's someone going to drop points over over uh, this weekend. Well, you got the you got, the, got Manchester the Manchester derby. derby. You've got um, the Blues uh, will do us a favour. The Blues are going to get a draw at Chelsea, surely. <laughs> you know, surely, surely with their uh, with their newfound form. So, 
I think um, you know going into an international break, it's dead important to get a good result, isn't it? You know, so you know, I think vital really after yeah, after last night. Yeah, would you if Lovren and Gomez are fit? Would you put Gomez right back and and Lovren? Or would you keep? Yeah, I think yeah, I would give them Trent's form last few games. Yeah, because Fulham yeah. they're not going to be attacking much, are they? They're going to be defending much, so we're going to have most of the play in that. But that's why maybe you should have Trent. Maybe that's why you should have Trent. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, you know that's why you yeah. say Trent. You know Trent's good at home for for his. Yeah. You know attacking sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe right. So yeah. Yeah, and in terms of. Um, Mane, Salah and Firmino, yeah, you'd stick with that? Or you'd give maybe Shakiri a start, maybe? or um, uh, No, I'd stay with the three. And yeah. he's good to come off the bench. You know, yeah. Shakiri, you know, you know, we said before it, about last night. Yeah, it depends on the rest of his midfield. Really. Yeah. Like if Emerson's available, if yeah. Keita's available, if he wants to play Firmino again, mm-hmm. you know, whether Shakiri plays or not. But it certainly, if it came down to playing Lallana, I'd certainly play Shakiri instead. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I don't think we'll see Fabinho for a while. You know, I don't think yeah. you know, I don't think you'll you're playing, you know, on uh last game on Sunday you can't see that happening. Last last no, week's no, game no. He, he played well, didn't he? You know, before before the Arsenal game and um, we were all we were all going on about him yeah, because yeah. you see him play and, he, and yeah. he, he had a, a very good game, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um then but the Arsenal game is just setting back I think. You know, um, yeah, I've, I've you've got to remember that. Arsenal have got that, you know. No, I mean, the, the intensity that Arsenal, yeah. I've watched that yeah. game again, you it's, know, on you know, Italian. And Arsenal, that you're going to is it? Yeah. yeah, he's great, isn't he? Yeah. Little, uh, he was man of the match, wasn't he? You he know? was, yeah. You know, superb and But, um, yeah, so in terms of, um, in terms of, I mean, uh, I know I know, Twitter's no barometer, but you know, it seems to be even all over the airwaves. You know, the crisis is you know Liverpool heading for November. That's when they go into crisis usually. Do you think there's any foundation in that, or do you think it's just you know storming a teacup, bad day at the office? Let's get on with the league and let's have two massive Champions League nights and and qualify. Well, if we win them, obviously we win that game against Fulham, we go into the uh, the, the shutdown again for the international yeah. break. Yeah. So we're on a high again. Then hopefully, if we've beaten by. By goals, we don't yeah. go. Hopefully, someone around us going to drop points somewhere. But then when we um, play in Paris in a few weeks, I say it's and we if we win, you know everything's back okay. Yeah, again, yeah, isn't it? yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. know we're still we're still probably first, second, third mm. in the league. But you we're think? Up there, do you think? Yeah, we, still, we can still, you know, and we qualify for the next. Mm. You know, for the, the do you think we need to um, strengthen the squad though in the January window? Looking at what's happened in the last few weeks, I mean. We haven't got that creative midfield player, have we? We haven't really got that uh, David Silva. We haven't got that Torreira. You know, we no, uh, we, we haven't, haven't got that Hazard. I mean, we're you know, I know I don't want to go on about this, but like you know, Coutinho used to unlock defenses and used to have that creative spark. We haven't. We thought Keita might be that player, and he still might. He still might be, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm yeah. not ruling him out. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like at the moment, we haven't got that player. So I think for Keir, was look, that's why Klopp was looking at him to provide that, you know. But do you think? Yeah. Um, but, but well, in answer to your question, whether the correct player is available in January yeah. is highly debatable, yeah. really, isn't it? Because if they're that good, clubs just won't, won't sell at that time, will you know? No, yeah. no. Yeah, you Klopp has come out only this week. He was asked the question on on the January transfer window, and he, and he said no, didn't he? You know, yeah. it's not for us, but. 
you know, it's kidology as well, you know, yeah, you might be so like on the radar that they're after yeah, him, yeah. you know. Um, listen, I'm, I'm all for it. If we can get uh, someone in to uh, advance the squad, yeah, you know, it's it's. it's but it's I don't think yeah, I don't think that type of creative midfielder would be available in January. No, would the, be, the, you the, know, the top, top yeah, ones. They all want. They all want. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you're going to get that type of player in January. Cup side anyway, and so you know, settling in time, etc. So it's not something I would expect to happen, really. Okay, so since the last podcast a couple of weeks ago we had the uh, Sean Cox appeal which uh, Mono you were heavily involved in weren't you in terms of um, organising the bucket collection at Anfield and there was a total of £59,104 raised uh, from the collection and that was £28,725 was collected by supporters at the ground and that was matched by the LFC Foundation so um is there going to be a handing over of a cheque or what, what? what's the procedure now uh, with with the family? Well, first of all, I, I saw Michael to thank everyone who helped uh, last week. It, it was it was an amazing turnout. You know, we had we asked for volunteers and through the SOS and on social media and and we all met the twelve man and and seventy people turned up. I think to yeah, yeah, twelve thousand. Yeah. For that two and a half hours to go around that field to raise nearly thirty thousand pounds was was amazing. It was a cold day, remember, and you know, yeah. people, there was you know, young kids and um, old old people, you know, um, yeah. standing there with buckets and you know the generosity of uh, fans was amazing. You actually got three hundred euros, didn't you? As yeah, well, three hundred <laughs> euros, yeah. And we got a load of foreign currency. And yeah, all. yeah. But we have to, we actually missed the match, you know, believe it or not. I couldn't. We had to take the uh, the buckets into Anfield. Yeah. And then we thought the club were going to do it, but they had a couple of couple of staff there, and seven of us from the SOS committee. We had to uh, separate all the coins, so we had to have empty buckets and throw one pound coins in one bucket and two pences in another and ten pences. Yeah, and, and the people went out. Yeah, to do. So, so you missed the match. We missed the match. Oh we, we, watched, we, we watched it on Sunday. Models missed the match. We, we, we watched Man, the match. Why didn't read that in the echo? We, okay, <laughs> we watched the match on someone's phone, and uh, yeah. we asked the uh, club official, "Can he watch it on the telly?" And he's got like this dodgy box on that. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, we must have on the phone. But. Yeah, but he actually there was an appeal also for uh, coin machines, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was uh, Jay Jay McKenna, yeah. chairman of the SOS. Like you know, he put it out there to to do it, and unfortunately we got one on the uh, the Monday or Tuesday. So the the overall fund stands about two hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, it was two. Yeah. Last time I looked, I think it was two two yeah. ten or something like that. And, and this is for like the specialist care he gets in a care home, is it? Yeah, yeah to I think what they're looking speech to, therapy and that. Yeah, and, well, what it is, it's. Uh, you got to pay for Hilden Island, you know, yeah. if people are not away for it, it's not like free over here at the NHS. Um, yeah. And so it, it's a long process for, for sure, what, what he's got to go through in, in his rehabilitation, yeah. whether he has it in Ireland or somewhere else in Europe, as it's yeah. being used to. So this, this fund is going to help, you know, not just you, but the family, you know, to yeah, try yeah. and carry on, you know, with mm. any normality that they can do, you know, in the coming yeah. years, you know. Yeah. And are you in constant touch with the family? Yeah, there? with, with um, uh, Martin, uh, Sean's brother. Um, I'm, they're coming over uh, next week, next weekend. Oh, right. And they want, they want to say thank you to all the people that helped oh, us. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll be, you know, we're going to put an itinerary together for them oh, to uh, meet next Saturday. And uh, yeah, there's no match on though. That's no, there's no match. That's why, yeah. yeah it's, so they come over. It's just a whirlwind visit. Come stay for Coming to thank people. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it, it was it wasn't my idea. It wasn't 
and SOS it was it was their own idea yeah. that they want to come over and say thank you to the to the people that really helped on the day. And not just not just on the day, but sorry, it was being throughout, you know, there's been fundraising before this, remember, in the yeah, books yeah. around that field and where mm. they raised, you know, a good few thousand pounds and all that. So mm. yeah, they're coming over and hopefully um we get everyone to meet them so they can, you know, they can personally because it's you know, it's not just Spirits of Shankly or um, any other organisation that there's a lot of people that sell them yeah. in, in yeah. the city, you know, whether it's hotels or whether it's yeah, hotels and, and the club and all the club yeah, yeah. for them. So it's yeah, they, well, they, it's I think it just shows the uh, solidarity, yeah, people, you know, with because you know, uh, it, it could have been any fan, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, it could have been anyone, yeah. yeah. He was just very, very unlucky, yeah, it was you know, him, but it was going to be someone, but you know, what Ozzy, you know. When we went over there in the summer and we spoke to uh, Martin and, and his brother Peter, they said they'd been in the twelfth man themselves and they were and they were downstairs. We were upstairs having a pint. Yeah. And yeah, it was only yeah. fifteen minutes later that we were. So it could have been anyone. Could have been yeah, absolutely yeah. anyone. Yeah, just standing there. No, but it's just, been it. absolutely brilliant when you've been too. Like I think it's, you know everyone would, uh, would say you know I think Liverpool fans in general you know are really uh, hold their hands up and go. Because it needs people to organise it, does it? Yeah. You know, it needs a lot of organisation. Yeah, it doesn't just happen. It just doesn't happen, you know. And like, uh, you know, and Klopp gave some money, didn't he? Yeah. And there was something about uh, Seamus Coleman. And there was a disgraceful headline on the BBC today. Was, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sort of like saying uh, it was a headline which had no relation to the story. Seamus Coleman was saying, you know, he wanted to give to it, and he, you know, uh, and he was thinking then, you know. Uh, if, should he put his name on it or shouldn't he? You know, nothing to do with what Everton fans thought. But the headline became, you know, it didn't want to, um, didn't want to um, offend Everton fans, which is absolutely ridiculous. Headline yeah. bore no relation whatsoever to the story, no, but it just shows you how yeah. how things yeah. can be inflamed, and they're just no. going for clickbeat. Well, it was, it was disgusting. Yeah, because yeah, you know, all it is, you know, it's a good wheels yesterday, and once once clocked uh, clocked on it on that Friday and. Uh, mm. And Coleman done it, and then yeah. uh, the the other uh, Irish yeah. Reading Reading player, he done it, yeah. and then yeah. but you know what? It, it's it sort of highlighted the fact that it, it showed shown awareness that it was of, happening. Of yeah, what, it was, it was what, great what happened. Coleman did. So then, when the training done it, you know, all of a sudden from maybe having forty two thousand euros in uh, the golf fund that they had, it was over hundred thousand, and like yeah. now it's over two hundred thousand. Yeah, and they've got to we've yeah. got to give our money over to them, and yeah. then. So hopefully, yeah, we'll have the V presentation yeah. next Saturday. Okay, that's it's absolutely brilliant work you've been doing. So yeah, um, Alain La Rouge, you had uh, poetry in motion this week as well. Alain La Rouge, and that's uh, that's me long lost cousin Neil Fitzmorris does poetry in motion. Um, and then Alain La Rouge in the same week because I think Neil forgot to do his last week or so. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure we'll work it out. So there's one uh, one week and and. Uh, uh, the other next but I really like listening to Poetry in Motion it's uh, it's a brilliant podcast uh, and he seems to do it and he never seems to do it in a pub it's always in the uh, the confines I think of, of the Echo Studio isn't yeah, it you know, and like, studio, like, yeah. like, like like tonight we've come um, we've come here uh, because we wanted a courtroom situation we didn't want glasses clinking the background <laughs> we wanted uh, I put a two year on it we are not in crisis so hope you Hope you've enjoyed listening to Alain La Rouge. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. And hopefully, 
uh, there'll be three points on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm an absolutely hammer Fulham, and um, we'll go back then, the then you can uh, relax during the international break. Thanks very much. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.